Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Shade Kate Show. I have something different, something amazing, something I think a lot of my listeners are going to love. We wanted to do something that, you know, could give you some info, teach you how to approach some of these castings. I get a lot of emails and calls from folks who are aspiring actors or actresses, or they want to get into reality TV, or they've been thrown into that arena, and they still need some well, advice. And since that is not my area of expertise, I am so honored to have a guest with me today who, well, this is what she does all day, every day. We've got Danielle Pisano, and please correct me if I mispronounce because I know how that is. Uh, she's joining us and she's going to talk about casting this amazing show that they have on MTV, and I believe it's the second season. And then she's going to impart some jewels and information and tips on how you all should act when you show up to these castings. You know, the right thing to get you on the big screen. Miss Danielle, how are you? Hi, thank you so much, JK. And you did pronounce it right. I Yay. really appreciate that. I know names are a big sticking point. I always tell everyone that works with me, make sure you ask them how they pronounce their name and then please write their name, how they pronounce it so no one messes it up. Okay, you go. No one likes when you mess with their name. <laughs> So, I, first of all, I am so happy to have you on the show. I want to say that and get that out of the way. Um, Thank you. I, I love the Thank fact you that so when much for having me. you are so welcome. And I love the fact that when we got to communicate, you know, you were like, I want to give tips. I think that's so important because a lot of folks just, you know, they have a dream, but they don't know how to show up to a casting. They don't know the ins and outs of the industry. So anytime I come across someone who's willing to share their wisdom and experience, I think that is a gem that we have to shine a light on. So. Oh, Absolutely. I have been in this industry for over 20 something years. Don't look up how old I am. <laughs> um, but I am big on you got to give back and show other people how to like do it right so that people can succeed. If you've been successful, you should help someone else be successful. So we want to make sure that anyone who wants to be uh, in film, actor, actress, reality shows, applying for casting you want to do it the right way and like some of my easiest tips are just always showcase your personality everything for like reality tv to even acting if people like you they want to work with you even if you might not be the right fit for that role you know in and in reality the more personality you show the more they want to put you on a show even if you're not the right fit for the first show that you apply for. So personality, personality, personality. Then my second tip is like, do not be a catfish. Do not send photos with filters. Ooh. Ain't nobody gonna filter you. When you are on camera, we do not walk around with like big ass cameras with the Snapchat filter. So please don't send those as your headshots. Okay, you gotta have real filters, look like yourself. Um, and then it's like, it's really all about um, answering all the people's questions as they're you're talking to producers, they're asking you, give them details about yourself, tell them things you think they might not even want to know because they might be able to like help use that piece of information to sell you. Um, also like be responsive. The worst thing as a casting director is like, being excited about someone and then you that, that person just starts ghosting you and not answering your text. And then you're now like, where are you at? Um, and then always, you know, when you're about to do your casting interviews, always dress to impress, always come with like, you know, your face beat. If you're a female, um, if you're a more natural female, that's fine, but make sure you're in a well-lit room so that you look your best. Um, 
and that and you know men dress well you know don't come in your like you know white tea in your in your hat it's not that's not it so we're not doing that look anymore and then you know make sure you are um like you always want to make sure that you are making yourself stand out. So find out what it is that you think makes you unique and sell that over and over again as the reason why people would want you for something. And then I just, I'm just going to always go back to personality, personality, personality. I can't say that enough. Be you stand out from the herd and why you should be chosen for whatever role you're going out for dating show, small part on an acting gig, whatever it is, it's like, let them know that you are passionate and why choosing you would be good for them. That so is those, amazing. Are my, those are my hot tips on what I think are the most important things. Um, but most importantly, is we are doing a second season of MTV's Help, I'm in a Secret Relationship. And I think this show is actually... For me, I think it's super impactful for people because I really am a truth seeker and love helping people. And this show, I feel like it's like the perfect combo of the Tinder swindler meets like becoming Anna meets catfish because, you know, there's a lot of Instagram posts out there that aren't showing who they're out to dinner with. And that other person's like, but bae, why are you posting that? Where's my hand? Nope, cutting the hand out. And nobody going to know who they're out with. And those people are in those relationships and loving on people that, you know, aren't really being truthful to them. And the worst thing I think is wasted time with someone, you know, people get invested in these relationships and you waste all this time. And then you come to find out that the person wasn't who you thought they were and you're hurt, you know, and, and our hosts really work to help bridge the gap. I also think people that are hiding other people, inevitably don't want to be lying forever you know like there's a part of them that wants to come clean too i think like we kind of help both parties kind of come together in a safe space and really tell the truth and in in, in the first season we didn't even, it's not even like we had a lot of breakups we actually had people stay together that they had better understandings of where the other people came from so it's a really unique and wild show and so we're looking for people from all over the U.S. with unique relationships. I mean, it could be your friend. You could be like, I've been best friends with this girl for 27 years and she don't ever introduce me to this one group of friends that she always goes out with. Why can't I meet them? Right. You know, like why are you hiding my friendship? Um, or a family member or, you know, loved one. Personal relationship, intimate relationship. Well, that, you know, that's interesting. You, you touched on something earlier about the filter, um, going out to dinner, being cut out of the photo. Social media. How do you think social media has impacted, you know, folks keep a secret? <laughs> is it a tool, a weapon, or is it a positive? I mean, a lot of times, like through this show, I've learned that like people are really creative in ways that they can say why they are not posting you on their social media. Mm. Especially if you're like an actor, an entertainer, or you're an influencer, or you're like, oh, I'm a doctor, I'm an accountant, I don't have social media, and someone buys that, but really you do, and it's got your wife all over it, you know? <laughs> like, uh, so I, I think social media is a lie, you know? Like, the whole thing just, like, kind of helps a lot of people 
present themselves in whatever image they want. They can either use it as a tool to hide, as a tool to, as a reason why they can't promote you or show you, um, or they use it as a way to like kind of love bomb you and snatch you in while they have like, you know, three other finstas. Well, I have to say, I told you when I read the the description and did a little research, I was like, this is going to be juicy and entertaining, uh, entertaining at the same time. So that means you've had some interesting moments during casting. Take us to one of your most memorable casting, I guess we'll call it what, moments, times? Um, (laughs) I mean, I, one of my most memorable with this particular show was finding out that a girl was dating a guy but thought she had been dating the same guy the whole time and she was really dating his twin brother who like lied to her. Oh my God. Um, And uh, so I guess like, it was like, you know, she was dating this guy. They hung out a few times, guy ghosts her. And then, you know, out of nowhere kind of resurfaced and then never lets her go to the house, never like introduce it. And then when they're dating like a year and uh, when I talked to the guy, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's like, you know, I have a twin brother, right? And I was like, oh, no, you didn't. No, you did not tell me that you have a twin brother. (laughs) Okay, I'm like, can I talk to your twin brother? And I call his twin brother, and I'm like, are you dating? He's like, yeah, I didn't know how to tell her. My brother didn't want to date her. I thought she was such a great girl. Da da da. Uh, he did the song. He was really, he was really like, he felt like I couldn't tell her the truth because she wouldn't like me because she'd be mad about my brother not liking her. And kind of, you know, when you start your relationship off on a lie, it's very hard to regain trust. And I can understand that from uh, my perspective. Um, and I'm sure most men feel that women aren't going to give them a second chance. And I don't know that they always should. Um, but I do think that second chances should be given where they're fit. So in this case, though, she was not having it. When we actually did that uh, episode, she... Uh, she was not. A, she, she lost her mind and ran out and like drove off. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask you, know, how does she react to this? Because I mean, that uh, is not. That's not even normal sneaky news. Like, oh, you know, you, if somebody said they had a wife or something, you, that's that's like a common lifetime okay. movie. But a, you were really with a twin brother. That's like wowzer. <laughs> so how it's did she? Like, oh, she was uh, shocked, oh. uh, hysterical, cried, left drove off in her car. I had to chase her down. Um, that's when we actually did the episode. In casting, I just had to act as if I didn't know and let the relationship, you know, kind of... The relationship has to do what it has to do. I, I'm not there to intervene. Um, in casting, we do our best to, you know, help both parties. You know, I understood where he was coming from, too, that he wanted help explaining this to her. Um, and we, we were able to bring her back, and they had a an open dialogue conversation. And at that time, you know, he still was asking for her to try to start over, start the relationship over with him. Um, but she was, she was not having it. And when we did a follow up with them, I don't think they ever spoke again after we left. So um, that was my most wild. Yeah, I can kind of see uh, that I wanted to speak to. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in season one, we also had, like, a really, um, you know, amazing, heartfelt um, uh, two females getting married. And, like, they were engaged, about to have a wedding. And, you know, 
one of the females, Maya, Maya hadn't told Kayla that her family like really disapproved of her being a lesbian. And that's so that was the reason why she was hiding her. And you know, there was a there was a, a lot of really open dialogue conversation on what it's like when like your family doesn't expect accept who you are, which is what I find also a lot in a lot of these hidings are like they're hiding family secrets, they're hiding their family's non-acceptance of like the type of person they are. Um, and, you know, I think that our show lends itself to become a platform to, you know, discuss the issues that couples face and that individuals face, because we, I think we are all products of our family, but that doesn't make us like exactly like our family. And sometimes, you know, not everybody's really excited to introduce you to their family. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm always like, okay, please don't judge me when you meet my family. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I, I can honestly, at, at 47 years old, I have done that recently. <laughs> so as I hear you talk about the show, I would love to just kind of delve in to, because I know you're doing the casting, but what's the bigger role? Because it seems like you have a lot to do with the show. I'd love for folks to kind of get some insight. Uh, you're not just someone sitting in a chair pointing like, put that person on, put that person on. It takes a lot of work no. and research and you're out here like hunting for the perfect and I hate these word hunting, but you are hunting for that perfect person to put on, you know, story to put on. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I've been in this industry for over 25 years. I've like done everything from an executive producer show to be a casting director and be a PA. I've, I've won an Emmy. I've been doing this for a really long time. And so like my perspective as a producer, casting director, I look at things from like the greater lens, like, yeah, you might be like the hottest person in the world and maybe give a good interview, but I'm like, mm, I think she's going to be really difficult to produce. And like, I don't know if I want to give that to my team or, you know, so like I look at a lot of different things. Like you want to be someone who, if you want to do this and to be accommodating, understanding, responsive, um, you know, really be a collaborative effort. I love being collaborative with my talent. I've worked with talent. Like I have literally done every pop culture television show. I've like launched Black Ink Crew, Love and Hip Hop, Jersey Shore. Been doing this for a really long time. I'm like very good friends with most of my talent because I'm going to give it to you straight and I'm going to fight for you if I need to. And I know that I'm going to make a good enough relationship with you and you'll also go to bat for me if something goes crazy because you know filming is not always easy it's right. a lot of fun y'all all think you want to be on tv so you're on tv yes. and then no one like that everyone's like yeah i don't, don't want to be on tv anymore um but yeah if you love it and you're passionate and you and you're and you are authentic to yourself then i think you'll do well in this industry Think that's really important is to be authentically you well let me ask you you have a lot of skin in the game you've got experience you've worked on some amazing shows so i would love for you to talk to the actual talent because here's something i have in my few years in entertainment i've run across folks and, and i've booked artists and as you said you'll hear oh this person's difficult oh this is a headache Talk to them on how not to be that. <laughs> you touched on it a little bit, but I think you really need to hear it raw and hear the truth because they push themselves out of opportunities, I'm sure, by doing what they think. You know, I'm a diva. I'm this. You know, you show up. Just kind of give them some real raw. Do not get your head too big. The, best, the most successful 
if we're going to talk actors and actresses, like the most successful are the most humble. Mm. Stay humble. Doesn't matter how successful you are. If you're the biggest name in the game and everybody's fawning over you, come in and like bring the bring the crew donuts or something. Like little something small goes a long way because most of the people that are creating these shows that you are maybe a talent on are not getting paid nearly as much as you and are working i will bet you 10 times longer than you are because talent comes in and does like their part while everyone else is constantly working so like if you can be humble and be collaborative i think those are my two biggest like being humble and never acting like you are too good to do anything if the per if your producer says unless it takes you outside of your moral compass or you know you really feel like you got some like some real problem with what they're asking you to do i would say find a way to make it authentically you while it's still what they're asking you to do you know like it's that is what true actors and talent do i think they learn how to adapt to what is being asked of them while still being themselves and that's how they become the most successful in their own game like people want to work with people that are punctual don't be late oh hate late talent like cost so much money y'all think it's a game it happens all the time none of these producers want to work until five in the morning they're not getting paid by the hour just so y'all know like being late is the worst thing (laughs) everyone will talk about you for being late don't come in with a stank attitude don't come in drunk and hungover because the rest of us could do the same shit you would not be happy about it um and just you know come to work like i think everyone thinks being in entertainment and being in front of the camera means you don't have to work hard and it's like fast easy money and it's the exact opposite it is the hardest job in like the world being in entertainment means you have to put yourself out there 10 times harder than your doctor or your lawyer they're they know what their job is your job is different every day when you are in entertainment it can be very different every day I'm sure your job's different every day, doing who you're interviewing. You're perfect, preparing differently, working differently with different personalities. And that people is enjoy, right? Don't you feel like that? Mm-hmm. Let me ask and, you and this. I, and, and before we get into more, because you're touching on something now, how I want to swivel a little bit, because I <laughs> honestly in my soul feel there are a lot of folks that need to hear this. You're, you're, you're coming from a different perspective, you know, like I speak as talent, I, I do booking and things, I can speak from those sides, but you, the casting, you are in the meeting that when the doors are shut and you're talking budgets because you touched on everything costing money and if you're late, every, you know, someone has to pay for it. Let's talk about one of the, I don't want to use the word worst, but yes, your worst onset moments that really made you say, okay. This person has a horrible ego or attitude or wrong. We don't have to reveal any names, but just kind of give us a scenario because I'd love for my up and coming entertainers and talent to know just what not to do. I really, there's just so many bad experiences. <laughs> I, can't I was kind of afraid you would say that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, what I will say is with every. Uh, 
the worst experiences having you know a call time of two in the afternoon and you don't actually get your scene until about two in the morning you know that that is like that's the worst because that that requires me as a casting director it requires me to answer to all of the producers as to why my talent is late okay and what they why they are wrong and doing that and on a producing and i'm watching money go flying out the door and the, and it doesn't come from the talent who's late to pocket, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, and from a morale perspective, you've now got people working a 20 hour day, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just because if there's a 2 PM call time for talent, the, the rest of our crew is there for three hours, probably setting up before you get there. And they're still there two hours after you're done. So it's, you know, they're working like, 12 to 4 in the morning. No one wants to work that long. So I think, you know, being mindful of other people's time, feelings, be considerate. Like, I always say, just like, be a good human. You know, no one wants to work with the assholes in the game. They just don't. You're never going to get higher up. Will you get your bookings? Will you get like a few things here and there? I'm sure you can also make your own lane in, in one way or another, but you're never gonna reach like the pinnacle of success by not being a good human. Like that you just don't, you don't hear Beyonce's been wilding out to her staff. You know what I right. mean? I don't, I don't know how many people were really surprised about Nikki being difficult. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, not <laughs> the, I'm just saying, like, I don't think last week's you know, leak of all the information on Twitter about her was a real surprise to anyone. No. <laughs> um, she was successful, yes, but it dwindled as her ego got more difficult, you know, and I think that happens with everyone. And if you start off having an attitude like that, you're certainly never going to get far. And I think I will tell you this. I do see a lot as a casting director, I do see a lot of people come in with egos because they may have a big following on Instagram or on TikTok <laughs> or here and there. And I just want to say like in the, in the like producer's room and in the executive's room, we don't give a shit. <laughs> that does not make you it. special to us. Cause if you're not like talented, right. that, that following is still kind of like, cool. That means maybe, one percent of those people will watch the show because they're on it you know like it's not it doesn't translate and i think that a lot of times um especially the younger generation assume that that's like grants them clout that supersedes talent respect and consideration for the game oh that is a gem right there because i i, I <laughs> yap and preach about that all the time because I just, I feel like, again, you have social media and you have these large numbers and people think, oh, I'm here, I've arrived. And yet when they get on set, they haven't a clue and they're not honing their craft. They're not putting in the work. They're not willing to pay their dues because they think I have a million followers, but yet you've not worked on what you say you love to do. So, I mean, I think that's the other thing. They're not, they don't even come prepared for an interview. It's like, they know they're going to have a meeting with me and then they come in and I'm like, I hang up and I talk to the you know, whatever, whoever booked them and talk, uh, set them to touch me and say, did they know they had this meeting? Did you tell them what the show was about? Right. I'm confused. So they just didn't care. 
They just thought we were going to care about them. Like, I don't ever come not prepared either. Know what it is you're coming in for. And what, like, you know, I do a lot of dating shows too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you do, if you want to be on a dating show, you think that's a cool, good way to, like, make a break. You haven't found love. You're young. You're, what, why not, right? I mean, shit, if I was 20 years younger, I wish I did it. Oh, yeah. um, but then tell people about yourself. Don't, like, kind of... You know, don't be superficial and just talk about what you're looking for in their pockets or in their pants or in, you know, their features, you know, tell us why maybe you feel like you're single, like be emotional, be vulnerable too. In reality, television vulnerability is like, I think a key factor. Okay. Because if people can relate to you that aren't on the show, you know, I think that's what makes you become a big celebrity. When people see vulnerable moments and watch you do things that seem very real. That's an interesting uh, point because I, I I will admit reality TV is a guilty pleasure of mine. And, you know, there are some shows I've watched like from season one and just like devoured the show. But I've noticed some of their breakout stars or their biggest stars were ousted when they became so ego driven, as you said, so superficial. And they weren't willing to really share themselves. And it was like this disconnect. And well, yeah, when the when you're on like uh, a reality show and you like refuse to like film with your husband, it's like that's right. actually part of your story. <laughs> like, you, you can't take it back now, right? So how do you handle something like that? You know, you cast someone, you have them on set, and then all of a sudden they have these crazy demands, or I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Is that like just a serious like no, you gotta go, or do you try to smooth it over, make it work, or a combo of the two? I think in in most producers try their try 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 to make everything work. We we're not here to like you know be like tyrants about everything. No, you're not going to do this, then you're out. Um, and I think it's trying to make people see you know what happens. That I, I find most times is those people that aren't giving enough on reality shows, and then they see how little how few episodes they're in. They usually you know step it up. I like to say it's the second season the second season glow up where they'll like come in looking a hell of a lot better than they right. in the first season. <laughs> and, and they're and they're giving like in every scene they're giving, you know? <laughs> They've checked in. I'll, and I'll turn around and be like, oh so it's okay to work today. Okay. Let's do it. And you see um, that. That's funny you say that because I've noticed that and you're like, season one, you were so humble and regular and now it's like a glam squad following you around at all times. <laughs> Yeah, I, I listen. I am a behind the camera person. People always like, "Oh my god, you're so great! You should, you should, you tell my story so much better. You should be in front of the camera." I was like, "I would rather not, darling. Like that is the <laughs> last thing because the last thing I want to do is see myself on something." I'm like, "Oh no, I'm good." Um, but I love, I love what I do. I love working with people. I love like really telling real people's stories. I do. I really enjoy it. Um, I do some scripted projects with, um, you know, uh, a partner of mine. And I just, I love what I do. And I think everyone should love what they do. You never Absolutely. like work a day in your life if you love what you do, right? Absolutely. And, so and that's like. You just touch, you love what you do. And I can tell the passion and, and it's hilarious <laughs> just listening. And I can only imagine, like, if I was in your head right now, just some of the things you've seen. So I, I know there's like 12 books probably in your head right now that you can never write <laughs> because of contracts. I get it. But I would yeah. love for you. I think a lot of people, again, think that you just sit in a chair and point. Um, as a casting director, if I was 
looking to work with you or possibly um, be in your roster, how could I go about doing that? Give me some tips. What's the process? Who, who, yeah, if you I am always you open to like taking on talent. And I actually am, I'm actually, as a casting director and producer, I'm actually going to be starting like actually even a masterclass for people who are interested in either developing their own kind of reality shows or developing out their acting skills um, and kind of doing some kind of some um, workshops where I'll be kind of teaching people some more of the intimate details and how to work with me. Um, we are actually in the process of developing a course right now. Um, and so they could go to my company, Instagram at DP Pradco message and say that they're interested. Someone from my team will respond. If they fit a show that we're currently working for, uh, that we're currently casting for, then they'll kind of tell them, they'll direct them to whatever page it is for them to fill out the application. If they don't, we'll tell them to follow us and that we'll let them know when we have something coming up that they might be fitting for. Um, and then during the course of the year, we do kind of like some meet and greets with just like talent so that we have, we kind of um, boast our roster of people who are interested in particular types of shows. Okay. Um, and I am always taking on clients who are interested in developing because I do a lot of um, developing of shows and selling shows um, around different people who have different kinds of skills and talents. So like a lot of times matchmakers will follow me and be like, I want to do this kind of dating show. And so I'll work with them on like kind of putting together their pitch. What I do on a day to day is I work, I have a team of 12 people that work for me. We're all scouring for talent in all different areas, depending on what the topic matter is. You know, I mean, if someone went through my web browser, I'd probably get pulled into like the FBI. I probably think I'm like a weird <laughs> creeper. Um, there's a lot of different websites that are probably. Like but you have to, because you could yeah. find that in gym. Yeah, and I love subcultures and unique backgrounds and 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 just like you know, like cultural backgrounds, religious backgrounds, socioeconomics, regional countries i'm just like i'm a you know i'm a curious person by nature and them you know knowledge is power so the more you know the more, the more that you can you can kind of impart knowledge so um but we do you know a lot of what i do is like when my teams pitch me people i'm like why do you why would you want to spend a half hour with them why would you want to spend an hour with them what do you think they're gonna be like when we get on set they're gonna deliver or you think they're just kind of telling doing this for the show is this real? Is this fake? Like, I'm always like, I'm like the devil's advocate. And I'm just like, let me poke a hole everywhere. Cause some, uh, some greater executive to me is going to, you know, everyone likes to say no. Saying yes is actually really hard for people. Wow. So if you are better at delivering all the reasons why someone if you can already answer all their reasons for now before they even can say them, then you've kind of like, you know, you're winning. It's how to win. You gotta be smarter. Oh, good one. And, and, and fair, like predict what might someone say to something, you know, why might they say no to you? And then tell, like, like I know I might not be the likely pick for this, but I think I would bring X, Y, and Z to the show, you know? I think you have dropped some some serious gems. And before we close (laughs) out, because I'm looking at my clock run down, I want to make sure 
um, that folks can apply for the show because you've given them tips. You've told them how to show up, how to present themselves. I mean, the only thing left to do is bam, present yourself. So how can they apply? What links? Let's put all that out there. Yes, absolutely. Again, if you, we'll put all of our casting notices on our like IG at DP Prodco. Um, They can follow me personally at uh, Daddy's Doll Prod on IG, or they can go to, if they're interested in, applying for the MTV show that we are currently casting. If you're someone you know, or you think someone you know is in a secret relationship or you don't trust their man or their woman or your family member you think might be getting hidden and you want to help them um, by getting them on our, our show, they can go to MTV relationship show.castingcrane.com and apply for help. I'm in a secret relationship. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm not in a secret relationship. There's a part of me that kind of wants to be in what you said. <laughs> but it, it just, I'm not going to lie, it sounds fun. Or at least, like, I'd like to be a fly on the wall in one of the rooms so I can be like, OMG, guess what I saw. <laughs> well, what I will do is I will also let you know when we are going to air our show. Yes. And- maybe get you an interview with one of our juiciest stories before we air our second season so they can tell you all the fun uh that they had filming with us and why you should work with us so thank you so much for interviewing me and i hope to hear from some of your listeners soon absolutely and i appreciate your time and all the wisdom i hope that the the talent that's listening because i'm a big proponent of professionalism and show up ready to work and be respectful. So when you said that, you see, I had to shift. I think that is so important. Uh, I appreciate you, you know, taking some time and just sharing your wisdom and your experience. And Thank I definitely you, want man. to have you back. When you all start taping and if there's anything juicy, please call a girl. I'll definitely have you back. <laughs> uh, well, and I'll keep you updated on any other new shows we got coming out. Absolutely. Thank you so much all right. for all Thank that you, you do. And I look forward. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.